0: Welcome to the Woman Where Is Your Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Bowman. I'm an empty nester wife, mom, and grandma. I live full-time in an RV and am passionate about encouraging women to walk in true confidence that comes from Christ alone. Hi, and welcome back to the woman. Where's your confidence podcast today? I have a special guest. Her name is Amanda Schaefer. And let me tell you about Amanda. She is a podcast host an author and a speaker. She's a storyteller and an encourager. She loves to create and everywhere she goes, she carries with her the goodness of looking through a lens of gratitude. Amanda shares that gratitude with others through the talents that she's been given. She believes that following your purpose will not only be the most exciting and wonderful way to live your life, but that it will also be the way you can change the world. Amanda believes that her purpose is to make the world a better place by changing her perspective and sharing the goodness she sees that is all around us, even in the midst of difficulty. It's more than looking at the bright side, it's seeing the good that's always been there One Intentional Moment at a Time. Welcome, Amanda. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here. So we've had several conversations, and I love your story of how you came to Christ. So I would love for you to start with sharing that.
1: Sure. It's a little unusual, that's for sure. Um, I grew up going to church, but I never really connected. It was just kind of traditions of men. I was a little kid. I didn't get it and went through most of my life just thinking about other things. When I was at church, I wasn't really paying attention. And when I got out from under uh, being in my parents' home, I didn't go to church anymore. I didn't really think about God, and I lived my life. And unfortunately, I'm 58 now, so this was 21 years ago is when I met Christ. I didn't know I could have a relationship with Jesus. I had no idea. God was this scary old man that, you know, was really far off, and that's how I saw him. So is one day I was just living my life you know as I had been totally ignoring God and sometimes even making fun of Christians to be honest like I didn't really get it so here I was and I had this thought and this is just the weirdest thing that this is this is how it happened but I think I had all the foundations I had heard some of the truths and they had stuck and they were like seeds beginning to root they just had never grown and I think God gives us these opportunities all the time. So I love that my story happened at home. Now I'm at home and I'm having this thought, just a regular thought. And all of a sudden it kind of hit me that that thought, you know, I think sometimes we placate ourselves. We're like, oh, you're a good person. That thought actually was a greedy thought. It was a it was a selfish thought. And I agreed for a moment, wait a minute. And I'm, I'm being selfish and greedy. And in that moment, when I agreed with that, it was like, the best way to explain it is if you were in a theater and you're watching what was going on with me, all of a sudden we went from seeing me and I'm having the thought and all of a sudden it's a black screen, right? And this light comes on and I realize where I am and I'm at the bottom of a pit. Like I can't even see anything but this little bit of sky, right? And I realized how lost I am all in a moment, you know, it probably was a second. It felt like it lasted for a really long time. And I started realizing I was wrong and I started remembering the things I had heard about God and Jesus. And I started saying I was sorry and that I needed him. Next thing I know, Jesus comes walking down, throws me on his shoulder, takes me out of there. And the next thing I know, I'm like on fire. I want to learn about God. I'm getting up at five in the morning, you know, to read the Bible. But the coolest part of the story is at the very same time in the same house in another room, my daughter, who was 13 at the time, also accepted Jesus. And so we celebrate together every year. It's an amazing, uh, wonderful testimony. And it reminds us every year you know, how much He can change a life.
0: That's that's such a beautiful, amazing, wonderful story of his his love for us. He wants yeah. us to not stay where we are. Yeah. He he wants to give us amazing life, a beautiful life with his presence, with him in
1: it. And it was up to me. I could have let that moment pass again. I'm sure millions of moments like that passed where he was trying to get me to see what was really going on in my heart, you know? And that moment I just, I said, oh, wow, I see I'm wrong. You're right. I need you.
0: That's, that's wonderful. Praise God that I love that. Um, Thank you for sharing that because not everyone has that type of um, experience when they Mm -hmm. come to Christ, but we should all know when we did, there needs to, I mean, it's a total turnaround, a total change from Mm -hmm you know, our old life to our new life. No. Okay, so can you share with us uh, a time in your life when you did not walk in the
1: confidence of Christ? Yeah, the first story that comes to mind is one that I'll always carry with me. I was a really baby Christian. like I had just received Christ. And at the time, I was in a marriage where we both had it believed and so I was having issues with my husband at the time. He began having his own issues of being bipolar, eventually became an alcoholic and so it was a, a really crazy time but it's where I really grew my faith and during that time his sister got cancer and she didn't believe either and I started visiting her and I had this beautiful Truth that I wanted to give her because she was dying. She was in hospice at that time, and I did talk to her about Jesus, and she did receive Jesus before she passed. So praise God, right? A part funny. of part of it was she's like, I don't understand how you're dealing with my my brother, you know. And I explained, like, Hey, right. you know, God's trying to give him a chance, and He's trying to show him His love, and you know, whatever. And we had all these discussions that she did receive christ but here's the thing where i lacked confidence i thought i heard and i was such a baby christian i wasn't really sure was it me was it god did i make it all up? right i thought i heard god tell me lay hands on her and pray for healing and i didn't do it and okay. i didn't do it for a lot of reasons i think i lacked the confidence that i could do it i thought it would be partially me and not god i didn't understand I wasn't a hundred percent sure God really could do it yet. And I I I think I was, I was afraid I was going to freak her out too. This is right before she, she actually accepted Jesus. So I was afraid here. It seemed like she was really latching on to what she needed to accept Christ. And so to this day, I think of that. And I wonder, was God going to let her live? Was that going to be a testimony that would have been amazing now The bottom line is she got to go be with Jesus. She accepted Christ before she died, literally a week before. It's amazing. But like, what was God planning on doing? What I think he did was he turned it into a lesson for me. Yes, yes. And I am now, so if I know that God is asking me to do something, I just do it. I don't, there's no comfort zone. There's no waiting anymore because it is something, and he could have done he could have done that with someone else, but I think he was giving me the chance to know, Hey, that was my voice. And I'm asking you to do something, whether you think I could do it or not. And I've learned if, if you ask and, 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 and you say, thank you in in advance that a lot of times that gives such glory to God, that your faith shows up so big. So that's the time that I will never forget. Well,
0: it's, good that you share that. Some people would not want to share it because they would feel embarrassed, but you are sharing it can help other women to know, okay, if I feel that nudging, if I feel led to do that, don't hesitate. Just do it. Don't be afraid. That's right. So that's, that's, you know,
1: yes. What's the worst that could have happened? happened. The worst could have happened is that she still did die, but I listened and I prayed. And I think that's what happens when we pray healing over people. It's not us doing anything other than being obedient to God asking us to do it, whether he heals them or not is up to God. Right, exactly,
0: exactly. Okay, so what is your best advice for women who are trying to figure out what God has for them to do?
1: (laughs) Well, um, I think we need to listen more than we talk when we spend time with God. Um, I think when we start off making sure we immerse ourselves in his presence, we spend time in his word, we spend time worshiping, we sit at his feet, we make that time to be Mary and stop being Martha, right? We stop trying to figure it all out ourselves. In that time of being present with him, that is when he'll begin to reveal the steps that he wants you to take. And as you're obedient And taking those steps will reveal the new steps. So it was in my spending time with God and wanting so much to be with Jesus more than anything else, you know, getting up at five in the morning to do that and just doing it to be with him, not for any thing that I would get or anything that I wanted. That's when he began to use me and to show me what my calling was.
0: I love that because sometimes it's easy to fall into the trap as believers oh I need to get that little check mark for the day you know mm-hmm. my little gold star I read my Bible I talked to God and that's not it needs to it needs to come from God I want to know you more than anything mm-hmm. else in this world I want to know what you have for me I want to know that's right. like that's more right. than anyone else in this world you know we spend yeah. time with people and family and friends and well we need we need to make sure that the desire to spend time with God is more than any of that.
1: Yeah. And it has to be genuine because he can see our heart. So until exactly, <laughs> you know, you're not fooling anybody, right. You know, he created right. you and he knows what's going on, but when it gets to that point where it's genuine, I think that those are the times where he uses people. It, there needs to right. be a true humility in understanding how much you need him to want to be with him and to enjoy everything and he brings what he brings his presence before I think he picks you up and says, okay, yeah. it's time.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, I know if you will start writing down things that you're grateful for, mm-hmm. you can't help but think of his goodness and things that he's done. Yeah. And once you start, that's one of the best ways to just start is just writing down what is hat What has he done in your life? You know, if it's, he never did anything else besides um, wash you from your sin and mm-hmm. save you, that's so much right there, you know. And we, we need to be
1: grateful for those things and remember. That's wow, right. That's right. Look at what choosing about. gratitude is an intentional thing, it's a discipline. You have to choose it. <laughs> we can choose a blessing or a curse, right? We can right. choose how we think and God made our brains to create a neural network, which is like a little roadway. So if I'm choosing gratitude and then I choose it again and then I choose it again, the more I choose it, the easier it is and it creates this roadway, right? For me to then yep. actually become expected for new good things. So you have to just build that into your day. I start in the morning, you know, because I realized in the morning I wake up and I'm a little like, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to walk the dog, I whatever. that Their thoughts are in my head and I need to stop right away and say, wait a minute. Okay, so before I even get out of bed now, I say, All right, what are things I can be grateful for? Uh, you know, I have a bed that I'm laying in, I'm in a home, I have a family, whatever they are, small things. But now I've fired up that neural network. So by the time I get my coffee, which makes me even happier, um, you know, I've already started thinking that way and I'll see good things.
0: That is great advice. That, and we all need to do that. Um, yeah. Okay. So I know we all have certain scriptures that we want to, we like to encourage people with, and obviously we have, we love them all. They're all our favorites. Um, but what is your favorite scripture to encourage women to walk in the confidence of Christ?
1: That's hard because there's a lot of good ones. Um, but right. I think it's uh, Hebrews four sixteen. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive and find grace to help us in our time of need. So to have confidence means that you have faith in something or someone, right? So it's saying basically, I, I'm going to believe that God is able to do whatever. I need. And I'm also able to go to him like he's created this way. He's my daddy. I can go to him with whatever I have in a need. And and in doing that, he instills in us so many things. The confidence come from identity. I'm his child. He's my dad. I can go to him. And then I receive all the things that I need. And if I'm in a time where things are difficult, that's exactly where I got to go. I got to run. We have to run to his throne. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's good. And that I love, that's a, that is a good
0: one probably to write down and put on the bathroom mirror or a kitchen cabinet just to remind ourselves that we have that right as believers to approach him with that confidence that he's going to supply what we need.
1: He's sitting there waiting, you know, he's waiting for us, you know, to come to him. Yep just like a just like um
0: yeah obviously not everyone has a had a picture perfect father growing up mm-hmm. but what we see as and what we you know think of in our worldly minds as what a good dad would be mm-hmm. well our heavenly father is so much more than any of that yeah and he is waiting he wants to help us you yeah. know with
1: everything Yeah. And if you have trouble with father figure right now, he's also a friend. Who do you go to? You know, he's, he's both. Right. Exactly.
0: Cause some people don't understand the concept at Mm -hmm. all of Mm -hmm. a good dad. Yeah. Okay. So um, since you started serving Jesus, what is your favorite way to connect with and help other women in their walk with Christ?
1: I'd have to say discipleship, but when I say discipleship, I mean, living life with people not some kind of formula right you know bringing people under your wing hey let's go to the food store let's go to the gym let's do whatever um also having times where we sit down and we look at the bible and and we see what god has to say but when you live life with someone who's younger in faith right they're able to start seeing how you react what you do what you don't do and god will give i call them modern day parables i love using everyday moments because I think it just cuts through what's confusing to a newer Christian and really helps them understand. And so God will give these things. Uh, I don't know how much time I have. Do I have time to give a little example of one that just happened recently? Yeah, please yes. go, ahead. Okay. go ahead. So uh, recently, these are the kind of things that I'll share with somebody, right? So I take care of my parents. I moved during the pandemic to care for them. They're older and I'm up making their breakfast. So pour this oatmeal that's dry into a bowl, haven't added the water yet. I open the cabinet, pour in the oatmeal, turn around, forgot to close the cabinet, right? But I'm so tired, walked into the cabinet, hit my head, and then spilled the oatmeal all over the floor. So typically a person would, you know, be upset with that, be frustrated or whatever. Before I had a chance to react, God said, here's the lesson. I'm like, okay. (laughs) The lesson was what doors have you left open? And I was like, okay. So I'm, as I'm vacuuming up the oatmeal and thinking about that, and then I went and spent some time with that about it. Basically he was saying, we open doors every day to the enemy and we forget to close them. That Netflix show you shouldn't watch, that thing that you shouldn't be buying, you don't have the money for, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever your issue is, whatever bent you have or strongholds you might have in your life, right, that we open these doors and we give the enemy access to our heart. And then it makes this big mess. It makes this uncontrollable thing. And it's our fault that all we had to do was go to God with the thing and close the door get right with him in that area and none of that would happen and so it was just this little everyday moment that instead of being like ah I can't believe I have to clean this up or whatever God turned it into a tangible memory that I could then pass that information on to someone else and they could go oh wow yeah I do leave the door open I shouldn't be watching that or listening to that or talking about people in that way or whatever the case may be So those things really, yeah. And so if you've got people in your life that you're mentoring and discipling, you can kind of share those types of things. Um, And it really makes it easier for them to kind of get through, because in the beginning, it's hard to read the Bible. It is, it's hard to understand. So I think when we can make things um, like every day for someone, it's, it's really helpful. Right. Uh, Because it's easy if we're not careful and we don't pay attention
0: when we do meet um, baby Christians and they're new in their walk, it's easy for us to be like, how can they not know? That's not good to do. Like how, you know, it's easy to get that way. And then you're like, no, wait a minute, they're a baby. They were raised, whatever, all their
1: life. right. don't know that this is
0: just not something.
1: (laughs) I think we also have to avoid Christianese, you know, talking like, it's, People don't know what's going on. I just interviewed someone the other day, and she she grew up Jewish, and she said, you know, here she went to this non denominational church, and they were singing a song, and there were all these blood graphics on the screen, and she's like, "What is going on?" You know, like she just was so so. If something that's beautiful to us yeah. might not make a hundred percent sense to just to be very. It's a place where you listen to God about that person's heart. And how do I help minister to that particular person all throughout the process? You're not doing it on your own and he'll help guide you, you know, how to help them understand. Right. Okay. So
0: I know you've written, already written a couple of books. You have three (laughs) in the works right now, but you've written a couple. So can you tell us about your books that you, that are already
1: completed? Yeah, sure. Um, the first one is called Crumbled, A Place for Broken People. And that one um, came from a blog that I used to do uh, where I had sat down very early on in my in my uh, Christian walk. And I felt that God wanted me to be really open and vulnerable about things kind of before Brene Brown made it popular. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And so I would sit down every day and I would write out, excuse me, I would write out something about what was going on in my life, and then God would give me scriptures, and I would kind of just spend about a half hour, 45 minutes on it, nothing crazy, and put it out there, and I started getting these responses uh, that were overwhelmingly good that people just connected with, so what I did was I took some stories from that blog, I wrote a story sharing something about one part of my life, and then I wrote some really pivotal questions for someone to look at that area of their own life. And I made it in such a way that I always worked in, hey, you know, do you think God might be involved in this? I uh, wanted it to be something that would resonate with someone who doesn't believe as well. And I continue to just um, time after time after time, add God slowly into it so that If someone wasn't a believer, they could maybe have their walls down to begin to think about God in a different way. And then I do present at the end, a really vulnerable thing about my life and where I still struggled so that people would know you don't magically, you know, get cured of everything and then shared the gospel. So it was like a really interactive, fun book for everyone. And um, I've done small groups with it as well. And I love it. Okay. Um, so how can people purchase that if they're interested? I, they can go anywhere. It's available online at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, just about okay. every bookseller. Um, and then the other one is called Daily insta not Inspiration. And what I did was I actually took some things from my Instagram feed back when we just did pictures. <laughs> um, yeah. and. And uh, a bunch of people seemed to really be responding. So even the forward was written by a bunch of people that followed that Instagram feed and, and how uh, the positive things I was sharing affected them. So that was basically just like a little, very colorful coffee book kind of table that, coffee table kind of book <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, that you could um, open up randomly and each little one had like a very a nugget of something from everyday life that you'd see a picture of and then something that God shared with me about it that really had wisdom in it from God uh, which is a fun book that's great so
0: you have three books in the works right now Mm -hmm. and you are
1: starting your blog Yeah, yeah. So I'm redoing my website as we speak. And I felt like God wanted me to continue on with this gratitude. Um, And so it's kind of the key to what he has me talking about right now. So there's the Cup of Gratitude podcast, there'll be a Cup of Gratitude blog. And I'm also working on some Bible studies and other things to the blog is going to be written as well as I'm going to do a YouTube channel where I do a video version of it and uh, share it in that way. I feel like right now it's uh, such a time as this time where God's just like, get it out there, talk about me, however you can. Yeah,
0: exactly. I agree completely. Uh, Most people don't realize YouTube is a search engine. If you, Mm -hmm. when you, it's the second uh, most used search engine, Google mm-hmm. is first, and then mm-hmm. YouTube. It's, and if you uh, search something, YouTube videos just pop up. So it's definitely, that's right.
1: something, yeah.
0: you know, that's why I record the podcast now at, in mm-hmm. video so that we, I can put it out there. So whoever may yeah. see it, you know, yeah. I'm just like, okay, I'm getting it out wherever, because um, just the more people
1: that hear about Jesus Christ, the better. Mm-hmm. Right? And there's so many different platforms and ways to speak about the gospel. And I think that some people won't listen to a whole podcast. Some people will only watch a short little reel. Other people will watch right. a longer video. Some people like to read. So I think the more ways that we yes. get the message out there, the more people we can reach.
0: Exactly. I yeah. agree because some people are not, they're visual. They want to see the person mm-hmm. that's talking. Some people will never yeah. listen to a podcast. Yeah. So, all right. So, um, what are the different ways that our listeners can
1: connect with you online? Well, uh, I have lots of ways. I'm on pretty much every social media platform that there is, but a cup of gratitude.org. Once I'm finished with the redo, we'll have everything. You can get to everything from there. You can listen to a Cup of Gratitude podcast on any podcast platform. And I also have a link tree that takes you in to show you other things that I've done, such as being on your podcast. So it'll have links to all the the times where I was a guest, things like that.
0: Okay, great. Well, that's wonderful. I appreciate you sharing your story because... You know, my thing is I want to encourage other women in their walk and confident in the confidence of Christ and not trusting in their own selves. Because if we do that, we start to get nervous and fearful. And I'm just thankful for women like you um, willing to share their story. And I love hearing where God has
1: brought you from in 21 Mm -hmm. years. It's crazy. It's crazy. It was like the moment that I said, okay, yes. It was like, Holy Spirit took me by the hand and said, let's catch up. You know, um, it's, it's been wonderful. It's such an exciting, abundant life.
0: It really, And you, is. cause you were anxious. You were a people pleaser. You were quiet. Yeah. And yeah. if anyone follows her on Instagram,
1: you know, she's not quiet. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was completely anyone that knew me, there was no way you could doubt that, you know, this is Christ in me. You know, I am a completely different person. You're right. I was anxious. I was quiet. I, I didn't really speak much. People thought I was stuck up actually, because I didn't talk a lot, you know, like right. when I was in high school. Um, and I remember thinking like, what are you talking about? Like, well, you look a certain way and you don't really talk to anybody. <laughs> so, like, no, it's because I'm scared. But so, you know, to, to see that God uses me to speak and to share in so many ways. I mean, I really hate video, but he said, use it. So here I am. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was
0: terrified of video of doing yeah. any video and then on Instagram, I started and then it's like, okay. And now it doesn't seem like, okay, whatever, let's do it.
1: But you know what, when your heart is really to share him, what people are seeing is not you. Anyway, they're seeing the Holy spirit they're hearing right. what God has to say. So you're just this vessel and they're not really looking at you anyway. So once I understood right. that, I was like, okay, you know, yeah. and I have to get, you have to get over yourself too. <laughs> you know, it, you yes. have to do what God asks you to do.
0: Yes. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, that's great advice. I appreciate you sharing all this. Um, thank you so much for being on the show.
1: Oh, thanks for having me, Michelle. And I hope you have a great day. You
0: too. Until next time, be blessed and victorious as you hold your sword high and slay the lies that the enemy will try to make you believe. God bless you and thank you for listening. Be sure and share this podcast with other women so they can be encouraged too. And please leave a five-star review wherever you listen. Don't forget to follow or subscribe. God bless you.